Panthers, welcome to the official leadership podcast. This is Behind the Mask. Hello, I'm Sophia, the director. And I'm Margot, the chief editor. And I'm Kai Chen, the assistant editor. And I'm Irene, the media manager. Okay, today we are going to be talking about coping with depression and with, sub, with the subtopics of taking small steps, journaling, rewarding your efforts, and setting goals. Um, our story will be a poem by Jack Gilbert. So the quote of the day is uh, a quote by Lance Armstrong. So pain is temporary. It may last a minute or an hour or a day or a year, but eventually it will subside and something else will take its place. If I quit, however, it lasts forever. Um, so like Sophia said earlier in today's episode, the subtopics we'll be covering are taking small steps, journaling and rewarding your efforts as well as setting goals for yourself. Uh, we are not uh, professionals, and we are merely here to be a peer support for those going through depression. So if you need help or have a friend that you believe needs help, uh, please reach out to a trusted adult or professional. So let's go into the subtopic. So first, I'll be going into taking small steps. So. When you first, I guess, kind of realize you have depression, it's not an immediate realization. There's going to be small steps for recovery and starting. Um, Normally, the first is denial. Um, You'll be thinking, oh, wow, yeah. I don't know. I saw something on the internet that has symptoms that are similar to mine, but you'll be like, wait, no, there's still signs that I don't have depression. But that internal conflict will keep going. And eventually, um, things might just get worse. So you so to get onto that path of recovery, you should start by just talking to someone you trust, as we've brought up in previous episodes. Um, And truthfully, even to get past your conflict and to sort of move past it, you should really um, be talking to a professional, not necessarily just your parents. It won't fully solve the problem. Um, But even that can be pretty scary. So, you know, that's where the small steps come in, right? Um, To make you feel more in control and make you feel better, right? Improve your sense of well-being. Um, And just get that help you need in whatever way you're most comfortable. Slowly make that progress. Don't jump into it directly. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of good points on that. I think that it can be hard to reach out to 
someone and you may want to start thinking like, oh, like I'm not where I need to be. And like, just realize like, no matter where you are, you are where you need to be at that moment. And it doesn't matter whether it's, whether you're in a good place or whether you're in a, not necessarily bad place, but like worse place. Um, (laughs) Because if you're, if you don't have those bad days or how Lance Armstrong said it, bad minutes, bad hours, bad years, bad days, it doesn't make life life because life is a roller coaster and it doesn't, it's not a flat road to success. Yeah, there's a way that I like to think about that. Um, it's life and depression is not a race. It's a journey. Yeah. And yeah, um, there are going to be bad days and there are going to be times where you're like, wow, I cannot do this. My, I'm in so much pain right now. I cannot continue on but going again back to Lance Armstrong's um quote which I think is more about um physical pain but emotional pain can sometimes also manifest as um physical pain and they're similar in many ways um because they do end up subsiding um after a long time and a long journey and lots of work and these small steps even if they seem like inconsequential or not worthwhile they will help you because they're each small step that you take is part of your journey and it's part of your recovery and it's part of your coping with depression yeah so i'm gonna cover the next subtopic, which is journaling. And so journaling can really help you with um, coping with depression because it is important to note that journaling is defined as a keystone habit. So if you're unfamiliar with that term, keystone habits are habits that affect how you work, eat, play, live, spend, and communicate. So when you are suppressing your feelings and emotions, it may seem like a strategic way to cope with negative symptoms um, of depression. This technique uh, is very unhealthy, though. You don't want to suppress your emotions. If you are having a down day, a down life, just have it. Let yourself recognize your feelings, but don't let any emotions stay in your brain for too long. Consider writing or journaling about what you're experiencing. So after you've journaled and if the feelings do lift, um, write about that as well. Uh, See the flow of depressive symptoms and this can be constructive for both self-healing and hope. Um, As part 
of your morning or like post work, wherever, whenever and wherever you want to journal. After those, uh, that session, um, be sure to write about everything you are grateful for. And so gratitude journaling is scientifically proven to overcome severe uh, psychological um, challenges. So on top of this, studies have shown that personal writing can help people cope with stressful events, anxiety, and depression. And journaling is a practical and accessible way to stay connected with your inner self and your emotions and just overall your intentions and purpose that you want to bring out in your life. Yeah, it seems to me that um, what you were mentioning before about like suppressing your emotions is a form of denial and journaling and other art for that matter is um, a way of being mindful and staying on top of how you are feeling and why you may be feeling this way. It's not even just well, you may see it as just writing on a page, but it's really analyzing how you're feeling, analyzing your life, analyzing what's happening and why it's happening and why you feel that way because of that. And it's not even just healthy if you are feeling depressed or anxious. It's also help. It's also healthy if you are... Um, feeling fine because mindfulness in any form is important um yeah um you know just being able to acknowledge how you're feeling getting every single thought you have done on paper that's hard and being able to get everything down is definitely a load lifted off of you because you're like okay well now that I've written all this down it does seem a little easier because it's all in one place and not spread out all over my head and it can be very hectic in your head especially when you're dealing with um, strong emotions so just getting everything down on paper realizing that wow these are the main issues okay I'll deal with that or maybe just being able to get stuff down is a big step yeah, think of it as someone you're talking to rather than yeah. just like words on a page. Yeah, just write on on the paper. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm gonna uh, talk about my subtopic. Uh, it's reward your efforts. Uh, so, uh, as you know, that all goals are worthy and worthy of recognition and all accept. So all successes are worthy of celebration. So when you achieve a goal, just do your best to recognize it. You may not feel like celebrating with a cake and a coffee, but recognizing your own successes can fight against the negative weight of depression. The memory of a job well done may also be powerful against negative talk and overgener overgeneralization. The point is to set a goal that you can achieve in the short term. Whenever you hit one of those benchmarks, stop for a while and enjoy the fact. 
Know that each step along the way will be another opportunity to re reward yourself, and you will be that much more motivated. Besides, the third way to see that your accomplishment get the recognition they deserve is to begin by recognizing them yourself. It is important to note that you have a lot to be thankful for and a lot of reasons to enjoy every day. Remember that completing even the smallest task is the worth is the is worth celebrating. And just recognizing this will boost your energy and help you feel motivated for future obstacles. Remember that sometimes you can't wait around for something magical to happen. Sometimes you have to take action and try your best to steer your life in the right direction. So actually, sometimes you can just set a goal and uh, try to reach it in the short term. Yeah, I love how all of this like ties back to all the other topics and what I'm going to cover next, um, because it's not just it's not just these small steps. It's like a way of life. And if you live a mindful way of life. Yeah, I think that like it is so important, like no matter how small um, your effort is or your progress is, you need to reward yourself for it because. I mean, the fact that you got up and did it, no matter how small it is, is something to be celebrated. Kai Chang basically said it, but I also noticed that this kind of ties into um, a um, to our first episode actually on what causes depression or what may cause depression, because. When you look back, I remember I'd said um, something along the lines of like, try to make your bed every morning. It's not that like, it's not a big task and it may not seem like it would um, motivate you or have any significance, but making your bed every morning will actually help you um, clear your mind and feel motivated. And so, yeah, it just, I don't know. It just reminded me of this. So, yeah. Yeah. A yeah, big component of a lot of different types of depression, I have noticed, is a lack of motivation. So rewarding your efforts does help keep your morale up, does keep your motivation up, and is therefore incredibly beneficial. Mm -hmm. And this has sort of been a method that I've been using on myself but sometimes when I've um, dragged an assignment out, I wake up super early in the morning to do it. And for some reason, just being able to get out of bed just makes me feel extremely accomplished because it seems like an impossible task at 6 a.m. Um, but, you know, just being able to drag yourself up and do it and then feeling that sense of accomplishment afterwards will make you want to keep doing that thing and feeling that same way. And eventually that might just become a habit and maybe it'll start slowly, um, slightly getting out of that slump you're in. What are your guys' favorite ways of like rewarding yourself? Because obviously as Kai Cheng mentioned, you don't always want to reward yourself with cake and a confetti um, cannon. I'm just wondering. 
Um, for, well, for me, I like to write any, like write poetry or I do some yoga or I just listen to music and read a book. Just like, not really like, just like taking time to relax is a reward for me because I don't really like relaxing um, until I actually do it. And then when I do end up relaxing, I'm like, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah. I do anything kind of like that, just mellow, put on some music, have a dance party, which isn't really that mellow, but I like having dance parties, just like, I don't know, spending time just yeah spending time for yourself in whatever way you can yeah I don't know it's different for everyone I'm sort of along the lines of that kind of in the self-care area except um I'm sort of along the lines of doing stuff for myself when I've finished everything feel very accomplished um and that usually involves um one to two hours of binging something but for some reason, that is kind of what I see as relaxation, sort of knowing you have everything done and being able to fully relax and feel that really overwhelming sense of accomplishment and feel that you're ready to take on the next day and the week. Yeah, I can say personally, binging and music are huge ones for me as well. <laughs> Kai Chang, do you have anything uh, that you yeah. enjoy? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Just yeah, just uh, maybe actually do some relax and and oh okay. So um, when if you just if you got depression, just um do some start some girls and do some relax. Uh, so but if you are not depression, just uh uh to avoid depression because it's really. Um, actually, I can say dangerous because it's a kind of disease. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. episode three. Let your um, let your lifestyle be your vaccination, be your protection. Um, through these steps, and one of these steps is um setting goals, which is what I'm going to cover. Yeah. So. I found that I especially um, compile long lists of tasks rather than considering setting one or two smaller goals and breaking those up because they're much more manageable. Um, and when you do break these tasks up, these like enormous tasks up, you set your eyes on other smaller things and then another and it's more manageable so you have these tangible achievements rather than this huge list of untouched items um, to complete one of my favorites um one of my favorite i want to say strategies to create small goals is actually the PE SMART goal method. Um, so SMART stands for specific, measurable, 
achievable, relevant, and time-based. These are goals where you can more reasonably and achievably um, complete them because they are broken up and they are specific. Um, and yeah, when employing SMART goals, it doesn't even have to be for something concrete, although that is one of the major points of this subsection, especially considering Kai Chang's um, points about rewarding, re oh goodness, especially considering Kai Chang's points about rewarding your efforts. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be tangible. Uh, use your small goals to plan towards actions, towards a greater goal of better mental health. Plan to meditate or journal once per week, at least, and then move on to larger things when you're ready and only when you're ready. We want this to be manageable. We don't want to overload you with things, which I have found that is also an issue for me when balancing my workload. Will I take time to take care of myself or complete my homework? Will I take time to, I don't know, just many other things. Um, and since I am a quote junkie, I, um, I found a quote from the founder of Taoism. And it says, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And sometimes those single steps are your goals. And again, as Kai Chang mentioned, you deserve to feel accomplished. And we urge you not to diminish your achievements with a negative mindset and attitude. There is always more you can do, but sometimes it's gratifying to look back and to see how far you've come. And only when you can see how far you've come can you continue to put work towards those things that are right for you in that moment that you need to work towards to gain better mental health. Setting goals and doing small tasks can restore some normalcy to your life when you are feeling down and depressed. Um, but it's important to know that, especially with things like mental health, you don't need to take this journey alone. Um, I know we all would like you to reach out to a trusted adult and get professional help if you are feeling depressed or if you think someone you know is feeling depressed. And as mentioned in a previous episode, find your support system. We're all here for you. Yeah, I found that, um, Sophia, your subtopic, which is setting goals, if you, any listeners who are listening to this right now, if you are, if you get Sophia's system of setting goals with the PE version, if you get that down, you can do any other, you, you can like achieve anything really, because almost everything just starts with a simple goal. And so your goal could be to 
reward your efforts better, to journal, to <laughs> take smaller steps and be patient with yourself. Your goals can relate to like anything you do and anything you learn. And it's just so important. Okay, so unfortunately, we did not get any more new story submissions. So we have resorted to um, sharing with you a brief poem by Jack Gilbert. Um, this is just a friendly reminder. Please share your stories anonymously through our Google form because um yeah it's really important to us if you do that like of course like we're not like forcing you to do it but it would be really helpful if you did if you do have a story anyway it's on our website yes it's on our website um yes please go <laughs> please go there and try to fill out a form if you can okay so i am going to read the poem machiko dead he manages like someone carrying a box that is too heavy, first with his arms underneath. When their strength gives out, he moves his, the hands forward, hooking them on the corners, pulling the weight against his chest. He moves his thumbs slightly when the fingers begin to tire, and it makes different muscles take over. Afterward, he carries it on his shoulder until the blood drains out of his arm that is stretched up to steady the box, and the arm goes numb. But now the man can hold underneath again so that he can go on without ever putting the box down. Yeah, I think it's a powerful poem. It's so amazing. I love it. I absolutely love it. I I think these different positions in which he holds the box are coping mechanisms and how he deals with this grief and his depression, but he can never let go of it because it's her memory. It's He needs to carry it on despite the burden that um, that he carries because of it. If any readers right now are a little confused, um, Michiko Dead is the title, and Michiko was Jack Gilbert's wife. So Michiko Dead, um, you can infer that the box is his grief, um, and so he's like dealing with it. You know, that's just just to give you a little bit of reference if you didn't figure that out. Yeah, that's important. I'm sorry that I did not give any background. So, Irene, what do you think? Yeah, um, like you said, this sort of is um, the different positions he's carrying the box in are coping mechanisms. And, you know, it's sort of showing his persistence and moving on, he doesn't like give up and drop the box. He just keeps repositioning himself and doesn't give up. Yeah. Yeah, it shows like, um, a, uh, like how people can adapt to new situations and how 
no matter what you just you it's kind of sound cheesy but you can't you just can't give up because you give up then like all hope is lost and basically all hope is because if you drop the box it's gonna be that's not good (laughs) yeah and it's not even just his persistence in terms of like carrying the box it's also his persistence in continuing on and continuing to move so that he can shift his position and change the way he holds it so that he can continue on with her memory and continue living life despite this burden. And this does have a slightly um, darker tying in with depression, but if you stop and just give up you'd basically be giving up on life you wouldn't be um because persisting and switching positions as in this poem is basically trying out new things trying to get through this hardship but if you stop or drop the box in this case you'd be sort of giving up on yourself and giving up on life Yeah, I love the way that you um, phrased that. Kaiching, do you have anything else to add? Oh uh, yeah, just uh yeah, just if you met some any problems, just never give up and be insist, and you will achieve success. So yeah, that's my point. So again, like Margo said earlier, we do need story submissions to keep this podcast going. So to submit your story, you can go on the um, PALS Leadership website, link in the description, and um, please reach out. Whatever story you submit will remain anonymous. Um, You can either come on air or just submit your story through the Google form. I just wanted to remind everyone that there's light at the end of this seemingly endless tunnel, especially during COVID. Um, If you are feeling depressed, please reach out. We are here for you. Um, Everyone else is here for you. We love you. Keep going. Uh, Promote your healthy depressions and uh, never give up and uh, set some goals and try to achieve it in the short term yeah that's it that's the our episode three okay um so we would like we would like to direct you to hope for depression which is an amazing organization um, that is there for people who are undergoing depression, I believe also has information about depression itself. Um, so please make sure to check it out. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. This is Behind the Mask.